Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Paul. And we're going to challenge you to transform your financial future through the principles of the most profitable business in the world, banking. We believe everyone should be involved in two businesses, the business that you're in and the banking business. Everyday people can replicate what bankers have been doing for centuries to leverage capital and build wealth through private lending. Join us as we uncover the truths about money, expose lies and myths, and flip conventional financial advice on its head. Here we go. All right, we're back. And uh, look at this. We got one more person. We've increased our our host count by 50%. So what's up, Paul? That's 50%, right? From two to three is 50% increase. And Paul's got a big question mark over his head. He doesn't get it. No, I was just... No, I, I totally get it. Uh, yeah, money's not math. Good thing. Yeah, good thing. I'd be, be failing. But anyway, who do we have over there? He's got, got a good name. He does. This might get confusing. We've got the Paul and Paul show, and Dave's here too. But uh, we got our very... This is our very first guest. This is a monumental episode. We've had, what, 80-some episodes, and we've never had a guest. And lo and behold... We welcome our first one live in person. I am excited about this. Good. Yes. Good. Thank welcome. you. This well, is. Thank you. I'm. 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 I can't tell you how appreciative I am of this. I'm a big fan of you guys, and um, likewise, I don't even know where to start with well, well, the, let's, uh, the accolades here. Let's start with introducing who you are. This is yeah. Paul Horsley, um, an IBC practitioner. Who mm-hmm. I'll tell a little quick backstory. I reached out. When I got into this business five years ago, I searched the IBC <clears throat> practitioner for somebody who was local. And uh, turns out Paul was the closest guy to me and he was a pilot. So I flew for a major airline for a number of years. And that'll be part of his backstory. Actually, he flew for more than one major airline. Um, and I reached out to Paul and we got together. We get coffee at Caribou and we've been friends ever since. It was it was a match made in heaven. Yeah. So thanks for meeting me that day That's for coffee. That was awesome. Thanks for calling. Yeah. You know, it, it brings me great joy that you have been so successful at what you do. And the lives that you've changed is, I mean, it's unbelievable how many of those and, and what's to come in the future, right? Yeah. I mean, you talk to Paul and look at you guys now. It's yeah. just awesome. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. You guys are, you know, movers and shakers and, you know, guiding lights in this industry. And it's awesome. Well, and you're it's a mover awesome. and shaker too in so many different areas. So we got pilot, you got avid pheasant hunter, sniper, mm-hmm. one shot, one kill pheasant hunter right here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, IBC practitioner, connector extraordinaire. Mm. I think you know more people than I've ever met in my life mm. he's like kevin bacon you know like, yeah there's like two degrees of separation between <laughs> paul and anybody in this world mm-hmm. it's incredible yeah yeah that's a that's a great analogy mm-hmm. yeah and he's an author oh yeah so paul's even written a book that we both have copies of <laughs> it's over there somewhere yeah don't worry right. about it it's yeah. we're not here for that we're not here for that i do want to i do want to show this though because this why the rich don't die broke by S. Paul Horsley. Can I say your first name? You can. Sherman Paul Horsley. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great book. Super easy read and boils it down to really easy to understand. So thanks for writing that. We need more material like that Mm -hmm. around. And it and it tells uh, it tells a real life story of how Paul stumbled upon the event banking concept too, which is so important. Well, let's hear a little bit more about that story. So I'd like to hear kind of how you stumbled upon infinite banking and why this was the solution to whatever problems you experienced. Sure. So back in the late 2000s, I think 2008, I was flying for the local major airline here in Minneapolis. And uh, it was uh, a very difficult time. If you remember what happened in 2008, we had the great financial you know, crisis. And the airline went through bankruptcy. Well, just so happened that another airline went through bankruptcy at the same time. And um, we had a two pilot income. My wife is also a a pilot for for that company. (laughs) And uh, they pretty much just eviscerated our pension at that time. And uh, they were both just excellent. And they just kind of went away. We have a little stipend left for us, but that was when we really, you know, looked at each other and said, there's got to be a better way. We have 401ks and, you know, that's, that was okay at the time, but we knew something was wrong with the system. And uh, fortunately, one day, a friend of ours uh, asked us to come over to the house. He wanted to share something with us and we're open-minded for different financial ideas and thoughts. And the next thing you know, we're deep into the conversation about infinite banking, which in my whole life I had never heard of. And um, come to find out that really only a few uh, people even know about as far as percentages go in the world. So it was uh, it was a pretty um, life-changing day for both myself and my wife. So yeah. How long did it take you to grasp? Because infinite banking is caught, not taught. Right. We say that all the time. And some yep. people just never catch it. Yep. How long did it take you to, to grasp onto this? Oh, like, right. No, it wasn't right away. But it took us about three attempts to 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 talk through this with the person that was showing it to us. And it wasn't my friend who ultimately explained the whole concept to us, but it was another practitioner. And the reason why it took three attempts was that practitioner um didn't had other motives and so uh my wife and i went through three three iterations with him and then we finally grabbed hold of it and we moved forward we knew it was uh the right thing to do we just didn't fully understand it but we trusted our friend who had turned us on to the whole concept so after that it was um just a a period of just diving in and learning about it but Truthfully, the way you guys explain it each week, and I and I'm big fans. You guys have great podcast, and I think you're in your what eighty. You're in the eighties, right? In the eighties. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, you're rocking and rolling, and like I said, it makes me super happy that you're really crushing this thing because there's a lot of people that need this. And um, so once we got uh, got going in this, I just started sharing it with everybody that I flew with, and I was. I'm not flying anymore, but I was. Uh, when I was flying, I'd share it with everybody. And I got so good at just explaining how this thing rolled. that I thought, man, I need to dig deeper. So I reached out to the Nash Institute and uh, flew down and met Nelson. And um, he essentially just 
He's been mentoring me ever since. Even today, after he graduated a couple of years ago, he mm -hmm. he, he still mentors me. And I still have a, a lot of messages on my phone that oh, um, cool. he, he left. And I just enjoy listening to those every once in a while, too. I, I, I'm prayerful that I'm never going to lose those. So, yeah. That's awesome. I actually told my boys the weed eater story last yeah. night. So. <laughs> oh, that one's the best. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So they got a good kick out of that. But yeah, so, um, that's great. And you were really lucky and fortunate to be mentored by Nelson in person. Mm -hmm. I got to meet him one time in person. That one time that I went to the, the first think tank mm -hmm. um, as your guest. Mm -hmm. So the guest of you and Michelle, your wife. So um, that was amazing. And I, I like how you say you're still being mentored by him because that doesn't have to stop just because he's gone. It never will stop. And if you're, you're serious about infinite banking and i'm sure you are because you're uh part of this podcast it's it's an ongoing uh education and constantly my favorite comment or the thing that he said my favorite quote is rethink your thinking rethink constantly your thinking. every day rethink your thinking because this thing applies in life in so many different ways it really does it's awesome yeah no doubt and then the the opportunities. So I like talking about opportunities. Um, I mean, you've introduced opportunities to me and Paul. Uh, Paul and I have introduced opportunities to each other that mm -hmm. are going to be pretty spectacular. Yeah. That that have been and will be. So that's that's one of my favorite whole things about one of, this. One of my favorite quotes is on the back of my book, and I'm going to read it instead of just call it off the top of my head. But it goes like this: This is imagine a financial instrument that you owned 100% of, that continued to grow with a guarantee, compounding every cent of principal interest and dividends for life, tax-free, along with full liquidity as needed, no matter what, and an insured death benefit at the end of life for your heirs. How much money would you wanna put into something like this? A little or a lot? And I'm talking, it's like when you figure this system out, it's like move the cheese into it because there's nothing like capital, 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 capital. Yeah, yeah. that's a great quote. I'm going to steal that. So, okay. Can I quote you? I'm going to put you on my. We're going to put it on our websites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please do knock yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit when people cross the chasm and they have that paradigm shift and realize that's exactly what this is. Yeah. It's a no brainer. I like think that's one of my. Yeah. The folks don't, they're in a system that they work hard for and they know nothing about when they move their money into it. It just takes yeah. a little bit of time to kind of learn the system. And you've got two great, two great mentors sitting here every week feeding you guys more information, more tidbits, more thinking differently rethinking your thinking and they're they're doing it every week i mean go back and listen to podcast one all the way through it's it's you're going to come a long way well we've learned from the best from we stand on the shoulders of giants as they say we all do right i mean we all stand yeah. on nelson's shoulders yeah we do for sure yeah <clears throat> yeah no no question i was talking to a a woman that i'm mentoring uh in the infinite banking concept she lives down down the road here in virginia and uh and I and I and I quote. I find myself just quoting the book all the time. I was like, "Well, Nelson had this to say about universal life, or he had this to say about this, or he had this to say." You know, these are his rules. 
And the beauty of it, it's all, it's all so simple, but it makes so much sense and it's applicable to everything. Yep. So. Yeah. It, it's funny. I had a conversation about two weeks ago with a guy, first conversation he's ever had about infinite banking. And I took notes and at, you know, at the end of my notes, because I re- looked at him today before I met with him a second time, but my notes said, you know, natural pessimist, um, you know, doesn't see the point and all that. Well, it turns out over the last couple of weeks, he's been listening to podcasts and reading and getting more educated. And this second conversation, you know, after this conversation, we're, we're into the application stage because it's, it's caught, not taught. I didn't teach this stuff to him. He, I think he had a nagging feeling that there's something to this. I just, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find out. Um, so doing the research, going down the rabbit hole and then finally saying, Oh, okay. Now I get it. Like yeah. you said, it takes time. I, I don't think it can be taught. It's caught. It's caught. Here's a, here's a great little story. Um, I, I'd say about six weeks ago, I, I had to have my, uh, septic system cleaned and mm. this guy rolls in in his truck I, did i share this with you before it's it's no. a funny story you get that truck up top of that hill yeah the truck up at that hill. so he rolls in looks like a brand new truck and he gets out and we start talking he, i'm walking around with him while he's doing his deal and he gets done and i said hey do you read books and he goes nah a little bit not much he goes but my wife does and I said, awesome. What does she like to read? And he goes, she, he, he says, oh, self-development books and things like that. And I go, great. I said, I wrote a book. I said, how about I just give you a copy, take it home, and let her read it? I said, nothing else. She might learn something, right? He goes, well, okay. He goes, what's it about? I said, oh, it's about money and kind of an alternative system. Uh, and he just sat there and paused. And he goes, you know, uh, I've fired two financial advisors in the last five years. He goes, I'm about to fire the third one. And I go, well, why is that? And he goes, well, I've been looking for this thing called infinite banking for <laughs> so long. He goes, and it's it's probably been five, six years. And he goes, and nobody knows or understands it. And I just looked at him <laughs> and I said, well, it's your lucky day. I said, that's <laughs> oh, that's great. Out. And he just, he just couldn't believe it. And I went and got the book and I handed it to him. I go, here you go read it. I said, you read the book, you come back, we'll talk. And he's like, you're going to get your money back that you paid me today. I go, mm, yeah, I am. <laughs> in more than one way, you know, because it's, you could, you could say that I used infinite banking to pay him, uh, so to speak. But sure. what, I, what I'm saying is there's people out there that, that are looking for the solution. And once they know what the problem is, it's easy to, understand what the solution is it's, it's just it's a great it's like so there and you go i think that's what we try to do here is is expose that problem i think everybody knows there's a problem. problem they may just not know what the problem is they don't yeah they don't another uh, something i i say in my book you know just to help you kind of see what the problem is with with every other financial tool out there 401k IRA savings account. I don't care what it is. It's this is a great analogy. So taxation is is a problem, right? So I use the analogy with a piece of corn, and you have a current a cob of corn, and on that cob there are many kernels of corn. 
right? So I'll pick a piece of, I'll pick a kernel of corn off that cob and I'll hold it in one hand and I'll hold the cob in the other hand. And I'll ask the person or my, you know, the people that I see, I go, which one of these do you want to pay tax on and which one don't you want to pay tax on? And it's it's an interesting uh, question because not everybody sees it, even that little simple, simplistic thing. And ultimately, you want to pay tax on the one seed, not the harvest. But when I reveal that with the 401k or an IRA, they're paying tax on the whole cob, the growth of whatever that is. Why not take the seed after tax money, right, and go deploy it in an infinite banking or banking policies and be out of the, the taxation issue with that whole cob of corn? It only makes sense. It does. And especially when, you know, when, when does that harvest, re, when is that reaped? It's and that's reaped. exactly right. It's reaped in retirement you know, what Nelson calls your passive income years when you don't have an active income. Mm -hmm. And most people can't go out and generate more income at that point. Right. So now you're paying an unknown tax rate in an unknown tax bracket. On an unknown amount. On an unknown amount when you don't have any ability to generate anything additional. And you've given that money to somebody to manage all the way through your life. So I think it was in a recent podcast you guys talked about. It's, it's locked up. You don't have access to that money. And when you do, you may need it and it may be on a downswing. And every dollar you take out of that system reduces the ability to make money in the system. Right. And in infant banking, what happens when you use the money in the system? Does it affect the, 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 still the growth? Growing. No. Still yeah. keeps growing. Brilliant. It when is. you know, you know. This is a phenomenal thing. You guys just keep pounding away here and, you know, alert the masses. Yeah. Well, we'll put that book link in the show notes as well, because if you need an easy to understand and digest book, that's it. Super easy. But call these guys. They're the ones. They're the guys. And then call us, you know, this guy, you're, you got so much stuff going on, but, yeah, you're, but you're, 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 you're involved in so many things, but the one thing... I know you will always do is drop everything just to help somebody or answer their questions or or guide them sure. in the right direction. Sure. So you can't go wrong with any any IBC practitioner is really who should you should be going to. Yeah. And you've got two of the best, and I'm telling you, call them. And me. And call them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey. There's so well, there's so few of us anyway, right? When you look at gosh, I think active. Last year, there was only around 200. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, that had maintained their membership. Maintained, yeah, yeah. You know, in a country uh, of how many? 330, 40 million? Yeah. I mean. Growing by right. 10 million a day. Yep. And uh, But good quality. I love going to the Think Tank every year and, and seeing both you guys. And, of course, I, I, I feel like in that room has to be some of the best life insurance agents that have ever existed. And really, some of the brightest financial minds and financial minds. I mean, forget you know, yeah. forget life insurance. That's the product they sell. But a lot of them are are full service, like you said, financial advisors as well. And they do all they do all the things. Yeah, um, I don't want to do all the things. I just want to do IBC. Yeah, I want to do this very well. I want to go back to what right. you talked about a pension. 
Now, most people, when they think pension, they think guarantees. Mm -hmm. But you lost two pensions mm -hmm. between you and Michelle. Yeah. Like, right. I I mean, I may have a, a military pension coming my way. And I think of all pensions, that one may be the most likely to survive because it's probably political suicide for anybody to get rid of that. But right. I still am not 100. I would not bet my life that that's going to be there for until the day I die mm -hmm. or at least right. won't be reduced over time. Mm -hmm. Right. At some point. So I think it's really important to note you've lived through that. You had a pension that you thought you could just bank on. Mm -hmm. That's part of your retirement. So now you're free to go spend more money now. Right. Cause you have that pension in place and then it's gone. Mm -hmm. Like, and that brings up another point. You know, we're, we're taught, we're in a pretty big inflationary time in this, in this world. And your savings, your IRA, your 401k, those things are future dollars, right? At some point down the road, whether it's in a year or 30 years. So the question is, when is it better to utilize those dollars today or wait on some unknown amount down the road? And the answer is what? Use them today. You know what the value is but today. how do you do it? With IBC. You can use those dollars today and they're still appreciating through your whole life. So your dollar has more value today than it will tomorrow. And and I don't even know what the inflation rate is, but it certainly isn't what they're telling us it is. No, not, not, even, take close. Out, not even close. Uh, the, the core <clears throat> the core items out of the picture. Yeah, never mind what gas and and food. Is that the two things they don't? I yeah, know. I mean, just you look at housing alone, which is everyone's most substantial cost in their life is is housing. Right? Housing, food, and, and gas. Yep. And then later in life, it's probably some you know throw health in there, right? That they yeah. spend ninety percent of what you're going to spend on healthcare is going to be in your last couple of years of life, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just around here, people. It was it was bonkers around here. People paying one hundred and forty thousand over asking when I moved here. Over asking and over asking and it's and the asking was already high. Yeah, and the banks would approve it. Appraisers, oh no doubt, two percent, two and a half. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Wouldn't it be nice though if you're making those kind of offers? If you need a place to live, to have access to that cash without needing the bank's approval. It's a oh, simple man. paper request. You're number one. Yep, yep. that's right. That bank's gonna have it. Yeah, and uh, there were a lot of. You know, when I moved here, there was a lot of cash buyers too. And that was forcing out people that were VA loan people, you know, a lot of military folks that come here or just normal people like who has $700,000 cash sitting around to, to buy a house. I mean, not that many people. Yeah. Right. That work for the government. So, um, yeah. Almost like the future is unknown. Like you always say. Crazy. Yeah. And we're about to get into another, I don't know. It's a different, different cause maybe, although not really. Right. Crazy inflation caused by what? Low interest rates. Too low. It's not going to be the subprime problem, but it's going to be whatever. Uh, but it's coming, I think. And I think that people that are flush with cash, like I'm not worried at all. I've you got my policies. Cash. That's right. I'm, I'm ready for an opportunity. And I think, and Dave and I have said this before in the podcast, Paul, is that, you know, when you're you know, well-capitalized opportunities will find you and they're going to find you in a good economy, whatever that means, or, or in a bad economy, right? So, And when you're well-capitalized, you get to make decisions from a position of strength. Position of strength. Maybe oh, we, yeah. we both know somebody who 
who maybe got involved in policies that weren't designed correctly. Or, I mean, we just heard about it in our mastermind group today. Somebody was was talking about it. And, and then, you know, I hear the same thing from one of Paul's good <laughs> friends. Um, you know, things that just weren't set up to to stand the test of time. Right. And and uh, weren't set up responsibly. So, you know, not all policies are created equal. Had that early cash value, I bet, though, didn't it? Yeah. That's why it's <laughs> important to have, a, you know, somebody who is well-versed and taught and lives and breathes it and is a product of the product. And, I, and these guys are. These guys, these guys totally are. I think I just put my 10th policy in force. So. Giddy up. Yeah. I got that. Uh, Big convertible term policy and underwriting. So nice. Have that on standby. I gotta, I gotta do. I gotta do mine. Yeah, get on it, man. I've got it. I've got it completed. I just gotta submit it. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. Well, All right. Thanks, guys. This has been this, awesome. It's it's what a pleasure. Thank you. So Paul, good to have he, you as is, our first guest. Is Dave making you uh, like pay for dinner and stuff, even though you're a guest, or what? No, I don't think it's. He has uh, to pay by spending time with me. Y- yeah, okay. we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot yeah, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we got Yeah. We'll be here for yeah, a look, few more hours, I think. Yeah, for sure. All right. I look forward to catching up on the details, guys. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, until next time. Do you know it? Do you know the sign off? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> until next time, control your capital. Control your capital. Or somebody else will. That's right. See you guys. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to have a conversation with us to see how you can become your own banker, or if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle on a future episode, please send us an email to David and Paul at theibcguys.com. And subscribe and leave us a review if you're on Apple. Follow and leave us a five-star review if you're on Spotify. And please share this with your friends. We'll see you next week.